BDR's Prime Resources Podcast is dedicated to providing you with the knowledge you need to help your business achieve prime results, with prime being the most flourishing stage or state. Let's do this. Welcome to the Prime Resources Podcast. I'm Matt MacArthur, BDR's Director of Training. Today, our topic is why a business plan is your roadmap to freedom. Joining us today is Kim Archer. Kim is BDR's Vice President of Coaching Services. Kim, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I love this topic of business planning. Well, I know you do. You're the perfect person. And I was so excited that you uh, agreed to be part of this because uh, you're just such a pillar of BDR and uh, such an important person here. So thanks for doing this. Oh, thank you. I feel blessed. Awesome. Well, I think a great start uh, for our audience would be uh, to have you introduce yourself, uh, tell us a little bit about your history uh, with BDR and, and what you do today. All right. So, wow, you know, I have been in this industry for almost 30 years now. Is that incredible? It has flown by. So I started out uh, in the, uh, out of college in the early 90s, joined a small heating and air conditioning firm here in the greater Seattle area. Didn't know anything about HVAC. I was like, what is this? I don't even know what that stands for. And uh, anyway, over the years, I ended up uh, having the opportunity to attend classes at our local distributor. And Barry Burnett was leading some of the classes there. And I, he is uh, one of our founders, um, a mentor, um, and a fabulous friend. Um, yeah, but through that process, I learned a ton from Barry, and I was able to take some of those learnings from him and deploy those in this small business that I worked at. Yeah, through that process, I ended up meeting Bruce Wiseman in 1997 and started doing some consulting then with him. And then in 1998, BDR was formed. Uh, uh, Barry and Bruce formed BDR, and I was one of their first employees, team members. And the rest is pretty much history from there. Uh, today, um, 20, what, 23 years later, I guess, we're coming up on. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, I am uh, vice president of coaching services, as you mentioned. So I oversee our coaching team uh, that has over 30 coaches. And I also lead our business planning session, Profit Launch. Very good. Well, uh, yeah, quite quite a history and been with BDR since the very beginning. So, well, let's get into our topic here today. Uh, we're going to talk about why a business plan is your roadmap to freedom. Um, so, why don't uh, I? I'm going to ask you this: uh, Why is planning important for a business? Oh my! So um, I know before we started uh, started recording the podcast, you asked me this, and I thought, oh my gosh, I could talk I could talk for the whole podcast on this topic. <laughs> I am so passionate about it, um, and one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about business planning is that I've seen uh, the tremendous results that business owners have achieved over the years. We started. Um, Gosh, I've been helping dealers put together um, business plans since since the late '90s. This has been uh, been um, a huge passion of mine. So, why is it important? Well, <clears throat> many owners, when they first started out in business, they started out with a um, 
with a dream, with a vision of, um, they have this idea that being a business, uh, owning a business would give them so much freedom. And as they get going down that pathway, I think what they find is it gets hard. And pretty soon the path or the road, the roadmap isn't as clear as what they thought it would be. And things, these things start to get a little fuzzy. The vision starts to fade out, and pretty soon they just get in their routine, and uh, and then they lose their vision. They lose the, the the their purpose, the reason why they started the business in the first place. So the importance of business planning is that it brings them back to that place. It brings them back to their why. Why am I in business? And, and not, and it's a personal why because you know the business should um, bring you freedom. It should help you uh, achieve your personal goals. And if you're not achieving your personal goals, then um, through, through your business, if your business is not a mechanism to help you achieve your personal goals, then it's no more than just a job. And, you know, business, a business should be fun. It should be exciting. It should be your sport. Every day you get to wake up and go play. <laughs> right? How many times do we hear Barry say that? That's right. That's <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I get to go play today. Woo woo. <laughs> And so business can be that, you know, especially when it's rewarding. So part of the business planning process, the importance of it is to keep you centered on your why, bring clarity to your why. Um, so um, what, there was a saying, and I don't know, I think I read this in, in one of the business books, but those that can see their vision with absolute clarity will achieve it. They will get there. And so the business planning process brings you back to your why. It allows you to bring clarity to your vision, define that vision. And then from there, once we've got those two components, then we can start developing the roadmap on how we get there. And so, you know, your vision might be a five-year goal. It might be a 10-year goal. It might be three, might be one. But really in the planning process, we want to look long, we want to look a long way out. And, and then once we identify that target out five or 10 years, then we start backing into it until we get to a point where maybe we have a three-year plan, a one-year implementation plan, but that one-year plan is built around that three-year target. So um, when we do that, when we build out that plan, um, it clears the clutter. It clears all the clutter. We don't have anything else around us. And now we know exactly what it is that we need to do in that one-year plan, in that three-year plan. And we can break that down to quarterly goals and then start implementing. We start the process of just getting stuff done. And, you know, part of the reason why um, so many people uh, business owners or people that don't reach a personal goal is because they don't take that time to really map it out and um, develop the step-by-step -step action plan that will allow them to, to get to where they want 
to get to. The business plan, the planning process also removes a lot of noise um, and um, distractions that you may have as well, because now you know exactly what it is that you need to get done. So, so you clear the clutter, you remove the noise and the distra uh, distractions. Through the process, you're developing your triggers on uh, event triggers. If I once I get this, then then next I move to this. Um, it can also um, help you uh, help a business owner move away from worry about the future and move you into action on achieving those goals into the future. Well, that's uh, that's a lot. Um some interesting things that you said there that I wanted to, to dive into a little bit because some of some of it actually sounded almost like meditation to me of, of finding clarity and clearing the clutter and and knowing what our next move is um, just listen to you talk about that I, I was like uh, it was getting me inspired about the process too I was, I was thinking about my own work here at BDR and like well, yeah, that's a process I, I need to get back to um, because I'd like to have that feeling that you just expressed. Um, I just think that's uh, unusual and maybe not what people expect when they hear a business plan. So that was a very neat approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think when most people hear the, uh, hear the word business plan, they're intimidated by it when they should really be inspired. Right. Yeah. Good. Well, let, let's uh, let's keep on that uh, inspiring note and the note of uh, of the roadmap we're going to have uh, that's going to help take us forward to reach that those long term goals, the personal goals, the, the dreams that we have when we started our business. Um, what are the things that kind of go into creating a business plan? So let, let's get a little tactical now. And what are those things? Well. <clears throat> You know, I think a lot of times when people hear the word business plan, again, they, they can get intimidated by it because they believe that it is a, a financial plan. Um, and it's all about budgeting. And planning is really, um, the budget numbers are a result of the plan. They're a result of the planning process. So when you're putting together a plan, um, for the business, again, it's for, first we've got to identify personal goals. Then we work on the mission or the purpose of the company. What is it that we're really setting out to achieve corporately? And then we work on um, uh, the corporate vision. And then from there, once we've got our mission, our purpose put together, our vision, where we're headed, and then we really also got to work on our values. I mean, what grounds us? What is the company constitution? Those are very, very important components of the planning process. I know a lot of people look, think about that mission, vision, value, and they're like, oh my gosh, why do I got to do this? This is not important. It's just a bunch of foo-foo words and stuff. And this is not important at all, but, but really it's the foundation of all things. It's the foundation of the goodness and the plan that you're about to build. So you have to have those set out. Then um, once we get those built out, then we can start working through on how, what's our opportunities. 
So where are, um, where are the opportunities within the business? So we start looking at what are, what, what's working, what's not working, um, what uh, changes do, do we need to make in the business? Do we know that we need to make in the business in order to be able to facilitate uh, better communication, or stronger profits, uh, better corporate culture? You know, what are, where are our opportunities within that business? And then once we, once we get past that, then, then we're kind of ready to start diving into the departments. So we've tilled the soil. We're all, we're, we're, we're in that mindset of being opportunity managers and we, we know where, where we're headed and we have the values that ground us. Then we start digging into each one of the departments. So now it's time to get into the meat of things, right? And okay. so, well, how many how many service calls are we running? And you know, what's our average ticket that we have? And how can we maximize that opportunity? You know, in business, um, there is a grow no grow strategy, and some people get a little confused by that. They're like, grow no grow. What does that mean? You're gonna have to explain that one, Kim, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I get that a lot. <laughs> I actually learned that from Barry, though. That was uh, what the, he would he would uh, talk about that all the time. But the grow no grow strategy really is about asset leveraging, taking something that I have right now and making sure that I'm maximizing that to its fullest fullest potential before I start taking on a whole bunch more. So a grow no grow strategy is um, many businesses have we're all doing these transactions and we always think, well, I just have to do more transactions to reach my profit goal. If I only had more transactions, when the reality is in most cases that maybe what I need to do is stop and maximize the transactions that I currently have. And when I do that, um, I've already spent the overhead on the transaction, right? I've already spent the overhead to get out on that service call, to get the phone to ring, to have the bookkeeper on staff, to have all my, to, the overhead has already been spent. Mm -hmm. So now if I could just take that one trans transaction and leverage it fully, any gross profit from that, because the overhead's already been covered, is, can be converted into net profit. Can you put this, some specifics to that? What do you What do you mean by leveraging one of those opportunities? So let's say a service call. I'm going out and um, uh, maybe it, let's just call it. It's a maintenance visit. I'm going out on a maintenance visit to do a clean and check on somebody's uh, system. And while I'm there in the home, I mean, I could. It could be a $200 maintenance visit, mm -hmm. or I've already spent the overhead to get there. The truck is already there. The technician is already there. I've already scheduled it. I've all the overhead is already spent. But what if I offered? What if I uh, um, offered accessories to that customer while I was there? Things that could really enhance their life, improve the quality of the home. Um, their um, Air quality is a real big one, um, mm -hmm. certainly, but there, we have so many different opportunities to offer additional accessories in the home. And when I, if the customer decides to purchase that an accessory, so I was there on a $200 maintenance call and now they buy a 
$300 accessory, all of the gross profit from that $300 accessory now becomes net profit. And so that's the grow no grow strategy. If you could do that over and over again. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what we find when we start going through the planning process is we dig in. So, so we start because part of the planning process is we're going to dig in and find those opportunities now. Right. We're going to reveal the opportunities. And those are those are real common opportunities that we see is that we already have the transaction, but we're not fully leveraging the transactions. So that's a grow no grow strategy. We don't need any more transactions. We don't need to hire any more people. We just might be able to grow this company and achieve a 20%, well, grow the revenue and achieve a 20% net profit if we just stop and pause and take a look at our business plan, find the opportunities, and then go take action on those. So. Yeah, okay. Well, um, that is, uh, it kind of makes me think of uh, driving a car where um, how often do we stop and, and look under the hood to see if there's any uh, improvements or, or fixes that need to be made? We're, we're very busy driving down the road the whole time in a business, you know? And to me, that's what planning sounds a little bit like. We're, we're gonna take a little pit stop here and, and check the car and make sure the oil's changed and uh, maybe we're gonna supercharge it now uh, with something, <laughs> with accessories. Uh, and. Uh, then we're going to zoom on down the road even faster. Uh, so th that's pretty cool because I don't think a lot of uh, business people always take that opportunity. And then no. it seems like a, a good chance to do that. Oh, I love that analogy. That is that is spot on. That's exactly what we're doing is we're just stopping, take a pit stop, relook at the roadmap, make sure our car's in good order, good running order, and then we can hit the road again. I love that analogy. That's great, Matt. Cool. Well, uh, you're the planning expert here. I'm just, maybe I'm the analogy guy. Uh, <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, so we've talked a lot about how uh, planning can put us back in touch with this vision we had when we started our business. And you went through the points uh, of uh, that make up a business plan and that process at a high level. Um, so now knowing that, do most contractors, do they have a business plan? Are they in on this or how do we sit as an industry? No, I would say most don't. And um, quite honestly, it's, it's, um, it's, it's um, sad <laughs> yes. uh, because you see how much opportunity that they have and that they're passing by. And um, I've done a lot of coaching over many years. And um, when these companies first come to us, you know, they're like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm ready to start coaching, business coaching. And we start talking. And one of the first things I like to work on is discovering their why. And um, it's really interesting that they just lose sight of that. And I think that's what makes it so sad is they've lost sight of their why but they really don't know how to put together a business plan. They find it intimidating. They've always said they think it's all about these financials and well, I can't do a business plan if I don't have my financials to put together. Mm -hmm. I'm like, heck no, we can plan anytime. We don't need your financials to do a business plan. Let's just get after it. So. 
Okay, well, so tell, tell me more on that. Why don't, I, I thought that's what you needed too. So why, why don't you need financials to do a business plan? Oh, well, shoot. There's a lot of other indicators that we can use to help us develop the plan. Just like I was talking about that grow, no grow strategy. I'm not even looking at the financials to find out whether or not I'm fully leveraging that transaction, that service call or that sales call or that installation. I didn't look at a financial to figure that out. I just looked at the average ticket, number of calls I'm running and how my average ticket. And I could figure that out pretty quickly. Uh, and so certainly the financials are important. Um, they are, they are a, critical tool. They are the unbiased judge of operations. They help guide us. So we do need the financials, but we shouldn't let the financials keep us from putting together a plan. There's a lot of things we can do um, to create a business plan that doesn't include the financial. Okay. So maybe if someone hasn't done a business plan before, it might be a little bit more important to focus on things they can do right away that will impact their financials um, going forward and build a plan around that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I have had many owners um, convey this to me over the years. So the first time that they come into a business plan, it's rather intimidating. You know, you, you start learning, um, you figure out what you don't know. How about that? Mm-hmm. You figure out what you don't know that first year. And then, but but once you figure out what you don't know, that, that begins to change um, where uh, where you where you are starting to seek understanding within your business. You know, there's so many different um, um, performance indicators that we could be looking at in business. And um, with business planning, and they're not all on the financial. So once you start coming to business planning, you just got to start the process and you start to learn about um, these things that you should be looking at. Um, it can really enhance your ability to understand the financials overall. So many business owners, when they first come to Profit, uh, profit Coach, they 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 might join our coaching program because they don't have financials they don't or they don't understand how to read the financials they know they need them but they don't understand what they're saying to them so through the business planning process what happens is you develop a really deep understanding of the financials through the planning process you also, uh, because you can say, well, gosh, because we're peeling away the onion, right? We're looking at where the opportunities are. And so you say, oh, gosh, so if you mean if I could increase my service ticket from uh, $250 to $320, that that's going to impact my net profit significantly. And wow, okay. Oh, and that's how it plays out on the P&L? Oh, okay. All right. I get that. And so we start to really learn um, the planning process develops our financial acumen. And um, over the years, that first year, again, you might be really intimidated by it, but over the years, what, what I've seen and witnessed is 
I now have clients that can look at that financial statement and just read it just like that. They totally get it. And they they know how to correct it. They know how to correct the opportun um, um, any opportunities that might be revealed on those financial statements as well, so. That, that's so cool, you know, I, I think, to me, maybe someone getting started in business and they get their financial statements, they don't see how that connects to the everyday of their business. And I loved hearing that planning is an educational process as well. Not only are you just not setting goals and your mission, vision, values, all these things we've talked about, but you're learning about business and how all these things really start to connect. Um, that to me that's a an aspect I hadn't really thought that much about that is that's awesome yeah yeah it really is um, it really it brings it all together this is where you start learning on how uh, systems connect within your business and how important communication is within your business and um, how you you know during the planning process we create your organizational charts um, and through those organizational charts, we also then start developing job roles or the you know duties of each of those people. And um, it really brings it all together. It brings that spider web or that network of, wow, look at all this stuff. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And it brings it all back together. So now you can start connecting the dots and making sense of the whole process. Yeah. and. Uh... So let me, uh, one thing I heard too that you said, you have some clients that have been doing this planning process for many years and now they've reached a high level of financial understanding. Is it something you do every year? Do you just do one business plan and that's going to carry you for a couple years or, or tell us about the time frames of doing business planning? Oh, heaven's sakes, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We got to plan every year. As a matter of fact, and then every quarter we should be meeting up and reviewing okay. that plan. Yeah. So, and making course adjustments is necessary, but certainly every year, every year we have to stop and pause. You know, um, we have to, well, to use your analogy, we have to stop and pause and take a look under the hood and just make sure everything is, is um, operating the way it should, right? We don't have anything kind of, oh gosh, it looks like we might have a, you know, cylinder blowing out over here or whatever on our, on our engine. And so we've got to, we've got to stop and pause and really um, take a hard look at what our opportunities are. And sometimes we need to make course adjust, adjustments and the planning, um, the planning process allows us that time to really consider those course adjustments or consider are we hitting the goals? Are we hitting the targets? Um, and sometimes, um, you know, we are getting very close to that vision. And the vision is something we're always in pursuit of. So as soon as we get close, we got to move that vision out again. <laughs> so, so the business planning process is also a time just to make sure that we're resetting our goals and reassessing our vision and opportunities. So every year at minimum. Every year. Okay. Well, that, that's good. Um, good guidelines uh, to get in everyone's mind about the, the planning process. So, you know, imagine I'm a, I'm a contractor. I've never done a business plan before. 
Um, how do I get started on this? What do I do? Mm. Well, <clears throat> I think it's very important to commit. To truly commit to your why. Say, you know what? I need to get this done. I have a vision. I have uh, goals. I want. I want. I don't want a job. I want to show up and have it every day and be excited to get to work. Um, so I think the very first thing that needs to happen is really, really kind of commit to the process because you know what? It's not going to be easy. All right, it's going to be different. You're going to learn something different. And anytime, especially, you know, as we get older, I know for me anyway, as we get older, <laughs> it's a little harder to really want to change or um, try something that is outside of my comfort zone. But in order to move your business, in order to lead your business forward, you really, uh, you're going to have to commit to the process because it will require some change. It'll require some different uh, ways of thinking. And um, so it'll take you out of your comfort zone. But once you do that, once you're really committed to, yeah, you know what? I really do want to achieve my goal. Yeah, I really do want work to be fun. Um, I really do want freedom. And we haven't talked a whole lot about that word freedom. I know it was part of the title here and I mentioned, we mentioned it early on, but you know, freedom is, um, I was listening to a podcast of Simon Sinek's and in that podcast, he had, um, he was showing us how, or he was talking how net profit and freedom really were the same thing on your profit and loss statement. Because those net profit dollars, those dollars that you make give you freedom to do the things that you want, that freedom to um, build an orphanage, freedom to give to a charity of your, uh, that you're passionate about, um, freedom to offer benefits to your team members, freedom to support community efforts, freedom to buy a yacht. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> freedom to freedom, but but net profit is um, is also freedom and um, can be looked at as freedom. So once you're ready to really take that next step, I'm committed. I want it to be fun, and I want freedom. Then you know what you're just going to go uh, here at BDR. We offer there. Well, there's a lot of different places that will offer business planning services okay and some of those business planning um, um, you know they're working on putting together a budget I want you to keep in mind business planning is not a budget a budget okay. is the result of the planning process so what we're going to do is once you're committed we come and we can put together a plan here at BDR we offer a session called profit launch um, we've been doing profit launch since 2004 I believe was our first year thousands of business plans we have put together and helped people really build a pathway to their freedom. And I've seen hundreds of people achieve personal goals 
I get there's no better thrill than that for me is when they come back and say, hey, look, I did this. But as a but to get started, you could um, certainly um, I'd love to invite you to come to Profit Launch um, and begin to build out that pathway. Uh, we have four different tiers of sessions. We have our first session is a general session. And that general session is developed with the um, first-time business planners in mind. So we help guide you through the process. Um, and then from there, we have three other levels of profit launch. So we move from the general session to the masters, to the doctorate, and to the elite session. The elite session is where you bring in your managers. So now you've gone through all these years, and now you have managers that are heading up your various different departments. And you're empowering them to take the lead on building their plan for their department. So that's also additional freedom for you as well, because now you're not doing all the work, right? Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is this is great. Uh, I'd love to hear about the, you know BDR's profit launch and the different levels that we have for folks and that they can kind of work their way through that you know we're not going to overwhelm them at the start where i imagine somebody going into the it's kind of like working out you know first time you work out it's probably going to be tough so the first year you do planning it's going to be tougher but the more you work out and the more you get in that process and you're doing it every year it's going to get easier and easier and eventually you're you're up there with the world's strongest man the world's strongest woman uh, lifting the big weights, uh, you know, and, and having this incredible financial and, and business understanding that, that you've talked about some of the folks that have achieved mm -hmm. um, through this process. So that's, it's inspiring. You know, one of the things that I like to, um, <clears throat> I like to think about business planning as being like spring training. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, baseball, they, uh, they start out and what do they, what, uh, before they head into the season, they go into spring training. And what do they do at spring training? They're working on their agility muscles, their mm -hmm. uh, muscle memory. They're working on their um, their uh, statistics. They look at all the scorecards for um, from the last year, the um, scorekeepers books, and trying to figure out who's got what stats. How are their ratios? Who should be playing what position? Are they going to be first string or not or what, you know? And, and then they develop, then they look at the season ahead and they say, okay, this is what's coming at us. And they build out their plan on how they're going to approach those games. And then, so the players are getting their agility muscles, uh, their strategic thinking, memory muscles are coming into play, reviewing prior season, looking at the current season. Now, all of a sudden they have a plan to go into the season that they believe will take them to the championship. And so really that's what we're doing when we're doing business planning. So as you said, I mean, that first time, the first time you enter in for spring training, oh, especially you haven't been training for a while. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, painful, right? <laughs> but it's, um, but it's, it's that first step in the process. If you really wanna get there, it's the first step in the process. So you have to commit to it. You got to know that I'm going to get this done. I need to commit. And I know it's going to be a little, it's going to be different. Something I'm not, not really used to doing, but I'm going to do it. 
Cool. Let me let me throw this at you here. We, we kind of our title of our podcast was uh, this episode: Why a business plan is your roadmap to freedom. So, could these be some major milestones on that roadmap? So you have your dream. You remember that why, and and you commit to it. And so then you can start your planning process and then the planning is going to get you the results that, that, that dream was shaping for you. And then as you get those results and as those build over time, now you get to freedom. You know, that's kind of our end point. You have that net profit to, as you said, start, go invest in an orphanage or more benefits for your employees, whatever that, dream was now you can achieve it right yeah absolutely absolutely well um that might be a good way to 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 close this uh session here kim uh thank you so much for coming on and talking about the planning process you are bdr's planning expert any final uh thoughts you'd like to share with the audience well The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. That's a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. It's one of my most favorite quotes. And um, I would just encourage everybody to, you know, remember your why. Don't ever give up. Never let up. And come join us. Or even if you don't come join us at Profit Launch, commit to putting together some kind of plan that's going to allow you to achieve that freedom that you desire. So. Wahoo to that. Kim, again, thank you. Uh, Appreciate you being here and talking to us why a business plan is a roadmap to freedom Uh, for our listeners uh, until next time. Thank you for listening. Wahoo.